What are we talking about today? Oh, uh, we are talking about Oscar Wilde, the poet, writer, artist, novelist, philanthropist. His daddy was one. A philanderer. Ooh. Yeah. Philanderer. Or phallus thrower. Wait, he was throwing penises around? <laughs> Wait, what? We'll get more into that later. <laughs> lots and lots later. Because today we're going to talk about Oscar and his wild ass dick. Oh, that's right. That's what my notes say. Wild ass dick. Oh, bam. is having a few of her friends to her home for a birthday party. She has been to any number of little parties like this, but this is the first time she has given a party all by herself. <laughs> Fucking yes, babe! We stay late? First and foremost say that wearing headphones <laughs> and talking with a delay is very hard, complicated, and it makes you feel like you're drunk. So that's how we're starting off our first episode. How's that sound? Is but, that good? But aren't you drunk? No. Uh, eh, yeah. Okay. You so, got me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like seven beers deep. And I'm three cough drops in. <laughs> that's way better. <laughs> it really does. I mean, it really messes with you. <laughs> It's very hard. It makes you feel super stoned. I don't know what that feels like, but I'm sure it's bad because drugs are bad. Drugs are not bad. No, they're not. I love them. They are good. Especially sinus drugs. Oh, love sinus drugs. So why does it say rabbit holes next to the wild ass dick? Is that where the wild ass dick is inserted into the rabbit holes? No. So okay. one night I'm, I can't sleep because, you know, I am an insomniac and yeah. that's just what i do sometimes i look down there in the middle of the night because you know she lives very close to me and i look down there and i see your lights on and sometimes i wave at you you do yeah because i'm always throwing kisses your way oh that's so sweet i'm betty b and i'm betty v and welcome to the babbling bettys we are totally babbling <laughs> We are just, this is our first episode. Yeah, and, in our uh, defense, it is our first episode. So there's a lot of babbling, a lot of side stories, maybe some um, tales that you didn't want to hear. Exactly. So we're going to lead into Oscar Wilde, and we're going to talk about his works of art, his man whoring. Oh, um, oh, I, I thought that you had labeled that as dick capades. Oh, dick capades. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yeah. the word dick Rabbit dick hole goes to Oscar Wilde's life goes to dick capades. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That's not in my notes. Oh, well, you know, Maybe I didn't it's really the do the, the research. I'm just looking at the notes that you gave me because I've, I'm mm. really bad at doing the homework. Okay. okay. Well, maybe when it comes to aliens, I'll do better homework. Or serial killers, I'll do Ooh, better homework. Yes. So, with the Babbling Bettys, we will be talking about a various range of topics. We will go into the unknown. We will go into the LGBTQ, RSTU. SVU? SVU. CSI? Ooh. NCIS? Yes. All the letters of the alphabet will be included in every podcast. HIV. Possibly. I like it. 
Because I do have a, a few people I want to talk about. HIV awareness. Exactly. I love it. Yes. Um, we'll talk about music. We'll talk about movies. We may even watch a movie here and there with you. Can we talk about how we're looking at each other over a purple <laughs> pillow? With wine bottles holding up the pillow? Holding up our sound guard. <laughs> so this is our first episode. And uh, we had to rig some things up to make it work. Yeah. Because we are not sound engineers. No, no. We are um, barely making it through life. I think that about sums it up. We're sitting in a kid's bedroom surrounded by dolls and stuffed animals with a sound guard that consists of a purple pillow and six very large wine bottles. So I feel like we're, you know, we could be doing worse. Yeah. We could be, you know, digging out of the dumpster and stuff. So here's here's to us. True dat. So what uh, we got? We kind of got off on a sidetrack about who we are and this ganky room that we were sitting in. I like that rock on poster with the guitar. Um, but like, we yeah. were talking about Oscar Wilde and all of the wonderful research that you did that I did not do. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm have fun my notes. Please hold. And I'm also getting over uh, some weird allergy um, shit that always happens to me. Well, I mean, we do live in Maine, so there are a lot of things that are blooming right now. <laughs> You're going to need some more of those um, Eskimo cough drops. Abuelas made them. I know. Because they are made with Vicks Vapor Rub and love. And you eat it. Yes. You put it in your throat and you suck it hard. Eh, I feel like that's another episode. <laughs> Or this episode. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so, when I can't sleep at night I and it's 3 a.m., I end up on the internet like any normal adult human being. No. Really? What do you do at 3 a.m.? I go back to sleep. Oh. I haven't <laughs> been to sleep yet, so there's no going back. And I end up on what I call as rabbit holes. And rabbit holes is where you start off looking at one topic and you lead into another topic. And then the next thing you know, it's time to go to work and you are going to have a shitty fucking day at work. Yeah, I don't like those. No. But I thought you went to sleep. I Yeah, I do. That's why I don't like those. And I don't have those very often. So... Anyway, since not all of us are perfect sleepers, and some of us have insomnia, it's 3 a.m., it's the middle of the night, it's quiet in my house, all the animals are asleep, I'm a dirty, dirty old cat lady, um, and- You've only got two cats. Okay, so I like to believe I'm a dirty cat lady, because V over there is a dirty old cat lady. Oh yeah, so many cats. I have, <coughs> on the record, 42 cats- and they've all been spayed and neutered. So, Bob call Barker. the ASPCA, yo. Bob Barker is very proud of you. <laughs> come on down. <laughs> so, I come across this picture of this super sexy dude. Hot, just unbelievable. Tattoos all over his body. Chiseled like a Greek god. Wait, Oscar Wilde? No, that was another lifetime. Oh, oh this is the rabbit hole. This is the rabbit okay, hole. Okay, gotcha. So I start searching this guy, looking, looking, looking. Oh, and it's Stephen James. And for those who haven't seen who Stephen James is, please, please take a gander. Um, but Stephen, I'm coming for you. I will be moving to Barcelona. Is that a threat? In 2021. <laughs> you may need a temporary restraining order. It's okay. It's okay. 
he hasn't learned that he loves me yet. <laughs> but Stephen James has all these tattoos on him. And it's going to lead to my mini podcast series on this show about Oscar Wilde. Then I'll lead into tattoos, dickabades, no rabbits. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Dolly in another one. Dolly Parton, Dolly Salvador, Dolly. <laughs> Dolly Parton is your episode. Damn it! I was really excited about that. <laughs> I know, but on Stephen James's right hand, oh yeah, it's an Oscar Wilde tattoo. Yeah. So it. immediately entranced me so then the rabbit hole leads from sexy man with tattoos all over his body who lives in spain to naturally oscar wilde his life and his dickapates why not yeah that's a that's a really good rabbit hole i mean you started out with a sexy dude tattoo and ended up learning some very uh good shit weren't you like an art major I was an art major. I was also a journalism major for parts of my life. So I had already taken all the literature courses, but I had never really dug deep into the life. I've read like the stories and whatnot, but never really knew much about some of the people's lives. Well, and I'm going into this kind of blind. You gave me information, but um, I don't remember it. So um, this I is think all you were new high. to me. Oh, yeah, more than likely. I mean, that's that's how I roll. So, you know, what you going to do? We got a pillow <laughs> being held up by six wine bottles. <laughs> wine bottles. Big, big wine bottles. So as we evolve into this podcast, you're going to see that we are nowhere near politically correct. And um, we are experts in nothing at all but we have knowledge of all things i don't i mean i I don't really have knowledge in you know like nuclear physics or anything so i don't want to say we have knowledge in all things i think with enough research in a rabbit hole i could probably put together all right can i copy your notes on that true that okay good that's uh do you want me to whiteboard it Oh, that would be great. I love a good whiteboard. Yeah. Map it out. Do some, ooh, do some like um, like they do in the cop shows and, and put up the newspaper clippings and the yarn and the tacks that go back and forth to I each thing. I already started one of those in your bathroom. Oh, that makes sense. In the bathroom, that's where you want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. You're in there a while, so you got to keep yourself busy. Exactly. <laughs> so, so where are we going with this shit show? Um, you know, I... I um. I just lost my place again. (laughs) (laughs) We are really actually working on uh, notebook papers made onto copies. Yes. And I feel like I skipped ahead in some of my notes. But anyways, let's start from the beginning. Who is who is Oscar Wilde? Treat me like I don't know anything about. Do you want me to paint you like one of my French girls? Is that something that he would say to people? Uh, no, that came off Titanic. Oh, I was going to say, because that's lame as fuck. <laughs> that does not Actually, work. Actually, it would probably be like, do you want me to paint you like one of my French boys? Um, oh, because he liked he like the He liked the penals. He liked the duck. <laughs> the duck. So his full name is Oscar Fingel O'Flattery Wills Wild. How fancy is that? That's And I, I really try to work on an Irish accent, but I suck at oh. accents. 
Now, once we get talking about some Asian shit, I yeah, got you, you all day yeah. long. Like, oh, V, you dirty, dirty girl. You come and you eat all this rice in this bowl right now. Oh, but- Betty, Betty B. <laughs> that's, that's a really bad <laughs> Did you go French? It went German or French? I, I don't feel know. like you went French. I have, I have try try put- to say that in like a Scottish or an Irish accent, Oscar. Fingal oh flattery wills wild. Oscar finger <laughs> oh flattery finger wild. <laughs> I'm the worst. I'm the worst at accents, but I really love them. You do a really good Russian one. Yeah, I'm I'm good with the bolticles. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. <laughs> so Oscar was born October fifteenth, eighteen fifty four. We just missed his birthday by a few days. Um, Unless he, we're in the future. Ooh. We are in the future. <laughs> so he was born in Westland Road, Dublin, Ireland. All that green, green land. All I know is there's a bunch of redheads there. I feel like he was, if he was born in a Westland Road, then he was probably born in like a row house in those really slummy parts. Uh-uh. His family was rich. Girl. Oh, Money. nice. Okay. So, he was born to William and Jane Wilde. William was not a knighted doctor and total man whore. Why, why was it? Because why, why do you get knighted? Um, you know, the queen says, oh, he needs to be knighted. <laughs> oh, he needs to be knighted. And you get knighted. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I didn't mean to. Do I look like I'm from the UK? No, you don't at all. Okay. Not only did he enjoy spreading the love, but he shared his wealth and opened his own hospital to treat the poor. And I guess that all the children he had floating out there needed somewhere to be treated. So it's an unknown number if Oscar has some bastard siblings floating. I mean, welcome to the club. I mean, I found out a couple of years ago I had to. Exactly. So... We've all got siblings somewhere. Exactly. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) So his mother, Jane, she was totally extravagant. She was a total Betty of her time, I would say. Oh, kudos to her then. Okay. Finger snaps. Snops. Snops. And she was six foot tall. Damn. So for the first decade of Oscar's life, Jane kind of dressed him like a girl. You know, a pretty, pretty little princess with big, fluffy dresses. You don't know how many of the serial killer stories start out like that. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So that might have led later on into Oscar's life of extravagance and just craziness. Oscar's considered super smart. Super smart. Like, he was basically a self-proclaimed genius and really and truly a genius, I say. He attended Trinity University, and then he got a scholarship to Oxford. And, you know, I I believe that's probably not pretty easy. I mean. I mean. I don't know. I never got a scholarship to Oxford. I I made it to ninth grade, so. But you're still smart. I'm smart. I'm country (laughs) smart. I can fry fry up some foxes, (laughs) skin a squirrel. (laughs) And that, ladies and gentlemen, is some back-ass wood shit. (laughs) That's why we brought her here, so she could be educated today. (laughs) I'm loving my new school in me. Murder. (laughs) Murder, murder, murder. 
I love Tiny Chef. So, at Oxford, he was totally lavish and wondrous in style, and he started letting it show. Like, when I say letting it show, I mean, he had lilies in his bedroom, just everywhere. He was HGTV for his time. So, he had, like, real lilies? Yes. Oh. He was, like, decorating with real lilies, wearing fur coats, um, spending fabulous. Yes, spending <laughs> his daddy's money to liven up all the decor in his dorm room. Aww. So he kept his hair long. His robes were decorated in fur, and he was, like you said, totally fabulous. It was rumored that he was jumped on by four guys, but Oscar was giving out ass whoopings and lollipops that night and he was fresh out of lollipops that means he gave out ass whippings yep so he kicked out the first guy punched the second guy and tossed the third guy and the fourth guy was um then carried it back to his room not oscar's room because they jumped on him in oscar's room but carried back to his room oscar slammed him on the floor like he was hercules hercules oh yes 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 were they both erect and aroused (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm asking that while i'm drinking about their penises Um, at that moment, he wasn't that gay. Oh, okay. Yet. So he was just mad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was picturing like a, you know, Fabio novel, you know, he throws him on the floor and they have passionate sex and they both realize, I love penises. No, because um, Oscar's life started changing about 1876 when his father died. Oh. And his father left a debt behind six thousand dollars and you know back then that's a lot of that's a lot of money that's a lot of money yeah so in 1878 he graduates from oxford and he's like totally <coughs> about to die from coughing <laughs> oh no that's the aids <laughs> <laughs> sorry that was me and i don't have aids thank you i'm sorry it's just hiv at this point so <laughs> you'll be around for a while Hallelujah to new medicine. (laughs) Oscar's graduated by then. His dad's passed away by then. Um, He's got his focus in in his education in like Greek and Roman studies. And he starts contributing and being one of the largest contributors to the aesthetic movement. What the hell is that? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I couldn't help it. Art is created for the sake of art. They rejected the idea that art should have social or moral purpose. So basically, just for the pleasing of the eyeballs. Exactly. There is no purpose behind the art. Just saying, hey, here's our art. We're beautiful. Woo. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So this is after, you know college and everything this is where life starts for him and in 1880 he makes his first play it's called vera and no one wanted to produce it get out of here we don't like your kind here (laughs) so and nobody produced it in london or new york because the plot was based in russia i guess yeah yeah the commies yeah dirty dirty yeah do your voice oh the 
The place smelled like bull testicles. Very large bull testicles. I do not put the bull testicles in my mouth, but I put the bull testicles on the plates. Because I eat them. <laughs> wow. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Drops the microphone. <laughs> and leaves the podcast. I'm done. So... 1881 he does a publication of a collection of poems and he's um finally cooking with grease and get it out people there are, making it happen people are, are liking his stuff yeah so he's a mover and a shaker exactly shake that tushy oh shake that peener ooh, ooh. <laughs> um he starts getting acknowledged by his colleagues and the public a play was produced called patience and it's not Oscar's play, but the main character is based on Oscar. And the play became very, very popular. And this is what leads to Oscar's newest adventure. And he starts touring and lecturing with the play Patience. And so with the play in 1883, he finally returns to London after he's in New York City for a while. And then Oscar moves to Paris and then this leads to a new interest for Oscar Wilde, and he becomes fascinated with Constance Lloyd. Ooh, she sounds fancy. Yes, because some people say he's fascinated because uh, her daddy has some money. Oh, because something that we know already is he likes he likes peeners. That hasn't quite that come to the yet, light. But we prefaced it with that, yes, so we all yes. know, we know that's. But when happen. he's looking at Constance, he's hearing ching. Yeah, not like I love you titties. Oscar during this time after he hooks up with Constance and you know they made sweet love a couple of times, he starts questioning his uh, sexual preference. Oh, that vagina was bad. Yeah, she had the bad vagina. <laughs> He's yeah. like, nope, I need dick in my ass. So he courted her for a year, and bam, they're married in 1884. Oh. So Oscar being Oscar. Why? why is th- hey. I guess, you know, when you when you in debt, you do anything. Yeah, yeah. You like a credit yeah. core. I mean, just... Okay. All right, go ahead. So Oscar um, starts to spend it all up, her daddy's money. This, this is all very sad. He bought a four-story home. He is going to fuck her over so hard. And Oscar's inner HGTV declared itself again, and it was makeover time. <sighs> By the 5th of June in 1885, um, his first child was born. and um, So he knows at this point that it is not the most bestest feeling that he gets from a vagina but he knows it is not okay in society but let's go ahead and make a baby i i think he thinks you know let me well, also s- that seals the deal on the let, money let let me swim this okay let me let me let me let me swim in this right. vagina see Flutter, if maybe yeah. eventually i yeah. i enjoy it maybe one day so yeah, that was in 1885 on yeah. june 5th yeah popped out baby yep 1886 we pop out another baby <sighs> Because, you know, one wasn't good enough. Yeah, we're going to fix this marriage. We're going to make this work, Oscar. You still love me. Well, she didn't suspect any of this. Oh. Like, oh, this makes this so much sadder. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's, he's still, he's not really working. 
but he has champagne taste. So he starts venturing out and lecturing again through London and Europey places. So this player didn't even have a job? Nah. Hey, the things we do for love. Uh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's another episode <laughs> talking about bad relationships. Total another episode. <laughs> and this is where, drum roll please, the dickapades started to take place. So, obviously being away from your wife, you get lonely and the heart grows fonder. Or not fonder. But Oscar's dick only grew harder. (laughs) For young boys. Young boys? Like underage boys? Like pedophile? Or like like young men? Well, you got to think Victorian era age was just a number. Twink was just not a thing. Exactly. You know, Koof wasn't really there. I mean, they married 14-year-olds. Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I approve of this message? No, but you got to think time frame. That's the norm, you know, messing around with young, young booty. Yeah. I wonder if there's a term for that. So Oscar kept a stable of hoes. (laughs) I mean, a stable of hoes. A stable of hoes. around at his leisure. I, I, I don't know how else to describe it because he loved the male form. I mean, I do too. I mean, I mean, I I love the male form. This is how I ended up in this rabbit hole. <laughs> that is how this all started. This is how it all started for me and Oscar. Wait, hold on. Hold I on. never went with the young boys. <sighs> exactly. That's what Oscar did the first yes. time he got to get he his dick just, wet. He made it thirty seconds and just cream pied all over that little twink's booty. Exactly. So one of his first documented relationships, or. <laughs> close relationships was with a 17-year-old boy named Robbie Ross. That's illegal nowadays, but go ahead. But probably legal back then. Yeah, totally. So it's the late 1880s and the picture of Dorian Gray is published, which is one of Oscar Wilde's most well-known pieces of literature. So I am not a lover of old literature, you know, uh-huh. um, so what is I've heard the name Dorian Gray. I have no idea what any of that means. So there's a hidden message in Dorian Gray. Yeah. And it was a huge, huge scandal by 1890 because it, it was a triangle of eroticized relationships between three men. Oh, yeah. The trifecta. Trifecta. Yeah. That's where Ooh. they touch all their Penis dicks together specta. at the same time and they create universal energy penis vecta penis vecta the vecta of penises (laughs) so and this is where his trouble really begins um he's he's had his little stable of hoes and he's messing around with these little boys during his lectures and so let me ask you i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you the book that you're talking about is basically like porn for back in the day like this was very you know Little little smutty smut. Yeah, I mean, you can't put three dicks together back in the 1890s and people be okay with it. They're not even okay with it now. Yeah. So yeah. that was that had to have been a huge deal. Yeah. Like, was, he was labeled was, 
I don't know what what you label people back in the eighteen nineties. Dirty a, smutty man, a, a harlot, but he's now a that, dude. Uh, so, so would he be a brolet? Uh, brolet, <laughs> brolet. <laughs> he was a brolet. There's not even a word. There's got to be a word for that. Man whore, man whore. Let's let's go with that one. Yeah. His troubles beginning during this time frame because he meets Lord Alfred Douglas. Ooh, he sounds sexy. He he was quite easy on the eyes, I will say that. Yeah, aesthetically pleasing, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's also known as Bozy. Bozy? Bozy. Oh, I, I kind of dig it. Yeah. And, like it. and and this is about 1891-ish. That's cool. You know I like the ishes. He's, he's really cool. So um, I'm personally not a huge fan of Bozy. Um there's a lot of history with Oscar and Bozy that I could dick punch Bozy for or throat punch Aww. him. So Oscar wanted that young thing because Bozy was about 22 years old and he was fresh meat. Fresh meat. As we all want. And I'm just kidding. I like my meat aged. Uh, yeah. You know. A good Wagyu beef. <laughs> it's, it is. It's a thing. I don't eat it because I'm poor. <laughs> I've never ha- heard of that because I'm poor. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? No, the marbling is just right on this Wagyu beef, and you cannot afford it with your own life. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Go no ahead. No problem. So, <laughs> Bozy's about 22. Oscars would probably be in about his mid-30s, and that's if I that's can do... That's not too bad. That's if I can do math right. It's not like a cradle robber or anything. That's if I can do math right. I, I think, if I did my math correctly, I'm Asian and I can't do math. Oh, my God. I said it, mother. I said it. She can't drive either. I I'm just kidding. Drive. She's a great driver. <laughs> she goes really fast, and she gets us to where we're going. Vroom, vroom. Yep. At least you could look at it this time that Oscar's finally messing with someone of age. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. He's not technically a pedophile at this point. But the problem is he's still married to Constance and he oh, still has kids. I forgot about Constance. <laughs> really? How many kids does he have? He has two boys. Two boys that are like a year apart. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck. No. No, he gives lots of fucks. Oscar was out in them streets trying to get his groove back like he was fucking Stella. Um, He was living in hotels, writing addresses. uh, And where is he living? uh, Throughout London. Throughout London. Europe. In some like seedy ass hotels. I imagine they're pretty lavish though. He's like Yeah, he he was kind of fancy. Uh That's true. Yeah. So he's creating all these love shacks around Europe. (laughs) I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Yeah. And his main squeeze yeah. was was Bozy. Bozy's father uh-huh. was the Mark gotcha. of Queensberry. What what does what? He was a Marquis of Queensberry. It was his son, That's his the title. Queen. No. So therefore he was the Marquis. <laughs> he was a lord. <laughs> a lord. So a Marquis has a lord that's a queen. Yes. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> And that, and the, and the Marquis of Queensberry is known for as the man who developed the rules of modern boxing. Okay. Um, I may not know much in life, but I do know 
uh, if you're going to fuck somebody over or do some scandalous shit, you make sure, you know, you can handle your own. And I feel like Bozy's dad was a big man. Oh. I really, I, I didn't get see too many pictures of him, but I feel like he probably like had a cigar hanging out of his yeah. mouth, a he derby tough hat, as shit. and like bloody knuckles. But Did he like his gay ass son? Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, no dysfunction. Yes. So the biggest problem was Oscar wasn't letting Bozy study anything because they were too busy going, she is making the movement of the penis going in the butthole with her fingers. Bozy eventually dropped out of Oxford. Yeah. About 1893. Yeah, he was chasing that dick. Um, so the marquee referred to the relationship of Oscar and Bozy as the most loathsome and disgusting the most loathsome and disgusting relationship. See, you do that so much better than me. <laughs> I'm jealous. So this is time Oscar's becoming more famous. And he has two successful plays out there. And guess who finds uh, Oscar and Bozy's love nest? Clementine. No. Their love nest was extravagant. Like just flowers and puffy pillows mm-hmm. and throw rugs and midgets serving you grapes. Ooh, yeah, I want that. Well, I mean, you said lavish. Okay, so so that came with the territory. Oscar was becoming Bozy's sugar daddy. Yeah, because he's successful now. You're finally yeah. making money. Here's my wife's money. <laughs> no, it's not even his wife's money anymore. It's his money. You ain't even From giving his money to your wife. Yes. Oh, no. He's not even giving money to his wife and kids. He's not paying child support. He's not. They're not divorced. She thinks everything's great. Oh, shit. It's gravy. What the fuck? Clementine? Uh, Constance. Constance. (laughs) (laughs) The Marquis um, begins hounding and and starts to say to Bozy, like, I'm going to cut you off. And Bozy's like, fuck you, dad. I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm going to continue my escapades with my dickapades. Rock and roll. Yes. So one day, the Marquis busts <coughs> in on Oscar's house and Bozy taunts him again. How does he do that? Side note, Bozy also introduced Oscar to the world of the male prostitutes during this time so it wasn't quite oscar that tainted bozy they tainted each other i think you know one of those toxic relationship type deals we all know yeah we got plenty of friends in those yeah been there done that played that game (laughs) oh yeah 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 played that game too but you know we got some friends that stay in that yeah um this freaks oscar out he's like dude like you know i got a wife and some kids back home in london and uh, I, I can't be around this kind of shit. They catch wind of this. It's over for me. So that's when Oscar returns home to Constance and the kids. And they go on vacation for several months. This is why I want to be European. 
Darling, I'm no longer gay. <laughs> I like your vagina again. She still doesn't know. That is ridiculous. She has to fucking know how fancy her husband is. Well, you know. He loves the frilly fucking shirts and the tight pants that show off his penis and he goes missing for nights at a time. Days, months. What? Months? Yes. Are you serious? He was setting up love shacks with Bozy. She fucking knew. But in her mind, what she's probably thinking is, oh, he's out there trying to be a struggling artist. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I feel you, like there's a more you know, substantial it, reason for that. Maybe you know, it's money. Like, you got to be married to get the inheritance or some crazy shit like that. So. Because she knew. Yeah. But I don't. He really didn't have much to offer her when they first married. I think Constance really married him for love. I mean, we all love a struggling artist. Oh, yeah. I've been there, done that. Wore the t-shirt a few times. (laughs) Various artists. Various kinds of mediums. Anyways, that's during this vacation, he's working on the importance of being earnest. And guess who invites himself along? Bozy? Yes. Bozy. What's he doing? Bozy invites himself to the family vacation. Yeah, but is it under the... The the pretense that he's just a friend? Yeah, or maybe I'm here to, you know, babysit or think, nanny or cook. I think or, at this point, that's when Constance is like... Not that I'm here to serve your husband's dick. I think that's when Constance started getting... What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like those vibes were very strong for a very long time. And she just didn't, didn't. Like, I'm a fighting type woman, so I can't really say I would take that lying down. (laughs) (laughs) No, girl, you got to turn over on your stomach. (laughs) And put your butt up in the air. Face down, ass up. That's the way he likes to fuck. Oh, Lord, we went there. Yes, we did. (laughs) So his play... um, importance of being earnest is a total success in 1895 ish like my my dates might be a little off he's doing great i mean doing just winning at dad winning at husband winning at gay lover making the money secret lovers that's what they were i feel like karma is gonna bite him in the ass for doing all this horrible stuff it's coming all right give it to me so oscar gets happy he goes and he celebrates he receives a calling card from the marquee to oscar Wilde, posing sodomite Ooh. so bozy being the shit stir that he is starts whining and says go tell my daddy he's being mean to oscar (laughs) Go tell my daddy he's being mean to me and it hurts my feelings. Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where it truly goes downhill for Oscar. Like, you were doing good. You were at the top of your game. You're winning at life. Your wife, you know, even though she hates probably what's going on with your butthole or your dick at night yeah yeah she's yeah. still willing to it's deal called with sexually it. transmitted infections that's what's going on with it yeah yeah so um because he did have sex with prostitutes yeah 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 he's he's fucking he's young boys and he's probably given it to her he's fucking young point. boys you know prostitutes he's also you know banging out um bozy I really don't like him. 
Who? I don't think he's nice. Who? Oscar Wilde. Oh, yeah. He's not a good person. But he has so much beautiful He's contributed art. so much to the art world that yeah. I know nothing of. So, so um, he, he like I said, he could have had it all, but he wanted to have a piece of his side dick, and he chose Bozy. Let's wrap on that because I got to pee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>